I said 150. Oh, okay, I thought you were like, they're different. <laughs> I mean, they're the same. They both mean the same thing. We're never going to start this episode of this, right? All right, get some silence. We got this. 115. Hello. And- wow. Yeah. Wow. That's it. <sighs> That's the one. That's the take, everybody. <laughs> Your voice just cracked, man. Like, yeah, no, I'm still, I'm still. How old is my there, I'm at 34, <laughs> but I'm still going through puberty. One day, one day, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap this up. <clears throat> All right. I'm scared it's going to happen Hello and welcome to Watching It, episode 115. On today's episode, Donnell's sick of reality, but into spies, Robert likes Daniel Redcliffe, and on the Orville, you know, Claire's a little bit of a hypocrite. All that and more. Oh, I'm your host, deep, Donnell, deep and with me is Robert, obviously, as you have heard him <laughs> speaking already. How you doing today, man? Oh, just fine, just fine. Yeah, I don't. I can't wait to talk about this, the Orville. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but we got a lot to talk about before that. We do have a lot to talk about before that. We uh, do. Yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> what you've been watching? I'm guessing something to do with Daniel. Did yeah, yeah. You watch Harry Potter, Robert? No, 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 no. <laughs> I I unfortunately watched every one of the damn Harry Potter movies a long time ago, and they're all hot piles of garbage yes. in my mind. They're I, all terrible. I, I've only I seen, never read the books. I've only but seen the movies two are of all bad. I kept getting every time I was like, oh, maybe this one's good nope they're no. all trash no. just the worst i totally agree. um no i got a uh uh, uh I, I i just felt like watching some uh prison escape movies okay you know yeah yeah nothing wrong there's a lot of them there, there no there's a lot there's um a lot. and so so uh, i watched escape plan Okay. Which yep, is which yep. is a fine mm-hmm. like Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger yep. yeah, escape no. movie. It's not the best, but it's it's, 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 it's fine. It, it's it, yeah, but I'll say you know, it, does, you know, it does what you need. If you're to in do. the mood for a nice popcorn, don't think a lot, mm-hmm. you know, prison escape movie, it's it's pretty good. And I was looking through the list of like all the escape movies, and there's yeah. one called Escape from Pretoria, okay. which has been remade several times. And uh one the most recent remake was with Daniel Radcliffe. Okay. Excellent movie. Uh, it's basically uh, a, a guy who's there. It's in South Africa, and they're fighting against apartheid, and and he bombs some things and gets sent to prison. And there's a whole bunch of political prisoners there, and they devise this this scheme to escape. Yeah, which is yeah. pretty good. Basically, he like carves a bunch of keys out of wood mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and whatnot. Uh, but then I, you know, I was thinking about Daniel Radcliffe, like. I, I'm not a Harry Potter fan, but I, I I'm really excited about the weird movie that's coming, where he's gonna do Weird Al bio epic. I didn't. Are even you know not a? That have you not seen not a trailer aware. for this? I, no. No, he's gonna play Weird Al Yankovic in a Weird Al bio epic, and it looks amazing. <laughs> so here's my thing with that, and this is in no way saying that this person needs to die, but I'm really. I don't know where this tired. is going. <laughs> well, I'm just really tired of people making movies about people before oh. they're dead. Because like, don't get me wrong, Weird Al is great. 
and I doubt this will happen. He's still got a lot of career left. I know. <laughs> I doubt this will happen. But let's just say, I don't know, in Weird Al's back end of his career, it comes out that he's been, you know, uh, doing something terrible. So. I'm not saying that, but that's why I'm saying wait till the story's done <laughs> so you can tell the proper story. Like, if you make the Weird Al biopic now, and it's going to be a celebration of who Weird Al is and, and stuff, and then it turns out later that, like I said, he got some skeletons in the closet, some messed up shit. Well, then it's like, that looks weird, where if you wait till the story's done, you can still make a biopic, and you can make one that tells the whole story that says Weird Al was a great performer. And then we found out that he maybe was there's too much story. Blank, maybe you got to do like the the the, uh, the, the Weird Al trilogy brings us up at the now, <laughs> and then you have one after he dies, and you know you have the part two, like the second half of his life or something. I'm just like saying, that. if we had made a Bill uh, Bill Cosby biopic back in the day, yeah, why don't we have one yet? Yeah, why don't we have yeah, one yeah, now? Yeah. Sure, but that's exactly. I want one now to tell the whole story. Yeah. Oh, that sounds fantastic. But I'm just saying, if we had made one back in the day, it would have been about hey, how he's America's dad and yeah, everybody the Jello loves him, and, and the Jello and all the goodness, and not the uh, you know, raping women thing. That, hey, that you know, be- you know what the bioepic would be called? <laughs> Jail. Oh, <laughs> that's it for uh, watching the podcast. Uh, Robert, where can they find us? <laughs> Uh, you can find us on our website, watchingitpod.com. There you can find links to our Instagram, to our Twitter, and to email us. We'd love to hear more odd titles for for evil bio uh, Anyway, I was looking through Daniel Radcliffe, right, and I rewatched right, right. A, a fantastic uh, film by his. He did a couple of movies uh, after um, the Harry Potter run, mm-hmm. but probably like the first kind of like weird one that got a lot of traction was a movie called Horns. Yep, yep. And it is just great. Mm-hmm. And I, I just love that Daniel Radcliffe has kept making movies, yeah. and he's a really good actor, mm-hmm. and he's doing weird stuff. Well, He the, doesn't care. That's like, what I'm I mean, I know he does care. He cares about what he does. Yeah. And he's, but, he's not just taking paychecks because he's got $300 million. That's what I was about to you know? say is that's one of the benefits he has from doing the Harry Potter trilogy, or not trilogy, seven movies, I think it Something is. Something like that, yeah. Um, along with there's a uh, there was an after movie or whatever yeah. that they did. So, and plus, he's, he's just, the, the money's just going to keep coming from yeah. those. It's never going to Toys and, and all stuff. sorts of, yeah, so, video so it's games. Like, that's everything. one of the things, like, he's set, and so it's allowing him to, and he's taking advantage of it. Like, there's plenty of, and I'm not saying there's anything, it, it, there's nothing wrong with this either if you just want to, you know, keep making money. But there's plenty of actors who, you know, they hit it big and all stuff and then they keep just doing you know blockbuster after blockbuster whether it's their thing or not yeah. but you can see with daniel Radcliffe is like he he knows he's like i got i'm set for life i got the money he wants to act but he's like i want to do what i want to do yeah and yeah i mean that's I, if why he wants to play a dead body because <laughs> that's what i was say i one, one of my, one of my favorite uh daniel Radcliffe movies is yeah swiss army man yeah uh that is fantastic there, there's one he did where he i wish i could remember the name of it now uh, where he plays like an undercover cop. Um, that's like yeah, he's, yeah. he's going undercover in like the uh, the uh, I can't remember what that's called either. But yeah, like white supremacists about. and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, Guns Akimbo was mm-hmm. really good. Oh yeah. man, yeah, like yeah. It's just he's just someone who, and it's one of the things. Like I feel like, and not like I said it once again. Not saying anything wrong. With this, I Imperium feel like is the name of that movie. If you know, like, if I one day bumped into, you know, I don't know, let's just say Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. And I was like, hey, man, I got a script. I've been thinking about this and all this stuff. I'm pretty sure he'd be like, hey, that's nice. Here, let me sign some for you. And he's gone. 
you know? But I feel like if I bumped into Daniel Radcliffe and I was like, hey, I got an idea for a movie, he'd hear me out. And if he really liked it, he'd be like, let's do it. I, I feel like he would literally be like, hey, let's do it. <laughs> like, he just seemed like that kind of guy where he'd just be like, you know, it's not fun. Even though, it's like I said, it's not going to make him money. It's like, if he, I, it, feel, it just seems like if he likes something, if he thinks it's, good, uh, it's something that he'll enjoy doing, he's like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And so, yeah, it's just, it's cool. It makes it, it's also, let's, it's also, I feel like because he's gone that route, it is made it where he was able to escape Harry Potter on yeah. the other side of the coin. Because, like, there's a lot of times where you get typecasted or you play a role yeah. for so long, especially if you start as a kid. And then for the rest of your life, everybody, even if you do other stuff, everyone still sees you as that character. But I feel like because his movie content that he's made since uh, what is it, Harry Potter has been so far yeah. varied from that, that it's just like, oh, no, he's he's established himself as, like, that was what that was a role he played. That's yeah. not who he is. Yep, yep. Yeah. So what have you been watching, Donnell? So yeah, uh, I mean I already talked about this, but the the most recent episode it was just the most egregious part. Uh as uh I, I've been watching Master Chef. Okay. And I've always enjoyed Master Chef and stuff, but I've always I, I'm just even though Master Chef is this, I'm not a fan of like reality TV. And this uh, this season has been the most egregious and like just flaunting in your faith that this is reality so, TV. So this is the one where they're bring back the people who've already yes, done the show before. And this yeah. is why it's the most And they thing. pretend like they is, haven't ever done that I before. I always get upset with every season of Master Chef where like they'll go to do a challenge, but they won't tell them it's a challenge. They'll be like, Hey, we're going to Las Vegas. And I'm like, Yeah, Vegas, let's have a good time. And every stuff and then they get there like, Hey, you're here to cook. And I'm like, I'm always mad at those people. Because I'm like, dude, you're on a game show. You have to know they're not just taking you to Vegas to have a party. Like, no, there, there's going to be some sort of competition. But this uh, this season, it's worse because, like, like you just said, everybody who's on the show this season, like, you maybe can give them the benefit of the doubt in the previous season, but you shouldn't. But uh, on the show this season, uh, has been on the show before. They've all done this already. They all know how it goes. Yeah. And so in this episode, they went to a rodeo. And everyone's like, yeah, cowboys, let's see some rodeo stuff. And I'm like, stop, stop, stop acting like you don't know this is a challenge. Stop pretending like you're like, yeah, let's go to the rodeo. Let's see some cowboys. Like, it's not about the cowboys. You're going to be <laughs> cooking food. And when they're like, oh, my gosh, when the chefs come up, like, hey, it's time for a cooking challenge. Like, oh, I'm just like, stop it. You've all been here before. Yeah. They You've just think all done yeah. this. You can't make me believe. And that's where I'm like. I get reality TV so reality is about, you know, a reality TV so it's all fake. But I'm like, if you wanted it to be better, though, like, just let them be, like, let them be, like, who they are. They're past contestants. So they should be like, oh, man, I know where this is going. Because it, it, for me, at least, maybe I'm the minority. For me, at least, that makes it more enjoyable where if, like, they were just being real about it. Like, I know they can't just say whatever, but still be like, oh, man, I wonder what challenge they're going to have us do at this rodeo. Not be like, oh, let's go to a rodeo. And the, oh, what? The chefs are here and there's a grill? Oh, no. I'm just like. <laughs> you know, you know, I was I was reading about uh, like game shows mm -hmm. and and talking about Mental Samurai. Ah. I'm not I'm not calling out Mental Samurai, but yeah. we, when we talked about Mental Samurai, we were like, who could get these questions wrong? Yeah, these questions are easy. Oh, it's always apparently different. they. I'm not saying Mental Samurai mm -hmm. does this. This was a general article I was reading. It wasn't calling out any particular show for legal reasons. I'm sure that like <laughs> they put the contestants in like a green room with no clocks. No water, no food. Mm -hmm. They basically torture them for hours mm. before they send them out on stage. Yeah. So they're just completely dehydrated and exhausted <laughs> and confused. Yeah. And so, like, there's just no way that they would... That's, that's why they fail to answer those Have questions. Have you seen on Netflix... They only had one season... But uh, on Netflix, because you're talking about that, uh, they basically did it, but they made that the show, is on Netflix, they had this one game show 
where you're put in a room, and I think there's six of you, with a big old vat of pennies. I've not heard of this. And you have 24 hours to count out as many pennies as you as you can. And then you basically... This is weird. Yeah, no, this one is weird. So when you're exhausted... This is a Japanese shit You're right doing here. <laughs> the most bored thing ever of just counting. There's no TVs or nothing. Just, you can, the only thing you can do is like leave to go to the bathroom. Or yeah. you can sleep if you want. You can lie down and sleep. But the thing is, you got to keep track of how much money. Because basically, you count out as many pennies as you want. And that's your, that's your winnings. If you just win. Just the pennies? Just how many pennies. But if you got 24 hours, like people have gotten up into the, you know, I think like, that, no, I don't think anyone got 100000 but people were like $75,000 in 24 hours. Interesting. I would but, like to, I kind of, yeah. like, how does it work? Because I would imagine you'd have a strategy where you, first you would get like ten, a stack of 10 mm-hmm. and then compare it 10 t- stacks of 10. Yeah. And then once you got like, you know, uh, like you could start measuring that up and you doing, could start doubling up real yeah, fast. Yeah, I've seen people doing a whole bunch of different methods and stuff uh, while doing it. And then you also just have the person just slide them across. I'm like, dude, stop it. But anyways, so anyways, and then you go and compete in this game so that it's like, it's like, I think it's some, not obstacle course, but like kind of like, you know, balanced stuff. While carrying your pennies? It's been 20, no, no, you don't have to carry <laughs> the pennies around. Uh, but the, you don't have to like, but you like you know, maybe some balanced stuff. And then there's also like some trivia and stuff. But you're you're exhausted at this point. It's been 24 hours. You've just been counting pennies and stuff. And then one person wins. And then the big gamble at the end is you can either, I forget, like if you can either go with a set amount or if you think you count it up properly. And you get within, I forget how much, like, you don't have to get exact. They don't have to be exact. I think they give you a range of, like, maybe even, like, $500. Mm-hmm. But still, if your count of how much money you counted up over that 24 hours is within, let's just say, $500, or $1,000 total. So, because 500 above or 500 below. Yeah. Which, uh, what you actually have. Um, you win that money. And I'm just like, this is a form of torture. Like. 24 hours, yeah. no sleep, that, 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 use the bathroom. They, I, they never show them eating. They just show them drinking. But, so I don't know if they eat. But you can use the bathroom, no sleep, or you do sleep. It's just on a hard floor, no entertainment, just counting pennies. And after that, you have to go and run a freaking obstacle course while answering questions. Then at the end, of like, hey, you want to, you know, you're exhausted, you're just tired. Just to keep your and pennies. So, and like, you want to take a gamble at the end? And like, oh, I don't know. I'm not in the right state of mind. But yeah, <laughs> the show, show was bonkers. But also, like I said, it was one It was one season. And part of me wondered, were there legal reasons? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds super dumb, but I kind of want to check it out now. Yeah, it just one at least one. You episode. gotta check out at least one episode. I'll What's say the that show much. called? I can't remember what oh. it's called. That if you look up and Google, say game show where you count pennies, I'm sure there's it's the only one or the most popular one. I guess. Let's I see, say penny counting show. <laughs> Awake. Yes, awake. It's called the million dollar game. It's called what is that million dollar game? There's no way you're counting a million dollars in pennies. I can't remember the whole. It's been a while since I watched, but I feel like there is a way for you to get a million. Maybe if oh, you you get a chance at a million dollars. Yeah, I think maybe if you are right within that hunt five hundred or thousand dollar range of your pennies, you get a million dollars. Yeah, so they they have them stay. I feel like staying awake for a day. Is not that it's not that hard, but also I feel, yeah, staying awake for a I've day. I've done a lot on little sleep. Yeah, but the key word there is done a lot. You had activities, you had things to do. Yeah, where all you have in this scenario, the Counting only pennies, thing you can yeah. do is count pennies. It's either count pennies or sleep or use the bathroom. Those are your three <laughs> things to do for twenty four hours straight. And I imagine you don't wake like they, they don't like wake you up and that's where you start so i imagine it's probably longer than 24 hours it's probably like you come in from whatever you're doing that day you know so you've already been up for however long and they're like hey we're gonna keep you up for 24 hours you're gonna count a bunch of pennies 
and then yeah yeah it's 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 very interesting because like just to see the the grand totals that people come to mind and how far like some people would be so far off they'd be so oh. far off like especially the one i loved were the people who i guess you somehow, don't have any pen or paper or yeah anything, no you, yeah. exactly it's all you have to keep it in your mind you, no pen paper yeah. nothing because there'd be people who'd be like i just remember like one dude he's like yeah i'm pretty sure i got like twenty five thousand pennies you like, all right cool or twenty five thousand dollars in pennies yeah and they ca- gave, gave him his total i think he was ahead like Seventy five thousand dollars. Oh like, my he was god! Just like, Cause he just like, yeah, he just he just lost, somehow lost count at some point, and then he's just like, boom, and kept going. You keep like, them in piles, man. You keep them in piles. <laughs> the, the table's like set up like this. You have your own corner, and you only can slide them. And eventually, like when your thing fills, you see how slightly there's because you have a cart which they will out on stage for everyone. Yeah. See. And so once your table slot is, you know, filled up, you have to put all the pennies in the cart. Like so, it's kind of hard to keep them in a pile. No, that's but, why you take some pennies and you be like, that counts as a thousand pennies, mm, a thousand pennies, exactly. a thousand pennies, and you put them. Ah, I gotta watch the show. <laughs> I mean, I could do it, Donnell. I could do it. Well, there was only one season, so it's gonna be kind of hard for you to do it. Um, we can but, make it real. We can make it happen. Uh, so the other thing I watched, but I'll keep it short, since we spent so long on this, uh, is I uh, season thirteen of Archer is starting up. Yeah, um, final season, right? I supposedly I hope so. Especially with Jessica Waters being dead, um, it, 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 I like Archer. It's one of, I've had a lot of fun with it. It's had its weak season for sure. I feel like the last couple seasons have been a good rebound, and I really hope they're ending it because it's it's just it, we got to end shows, folks. We got to. They like if you enjoy the characters, like you got to realize the reason why you enjoy them is you get to see them in their story that they're telling. Eventually, that story runs out, and you got to let them go and. Yeah, I, I want them to end Archer before. Like I said, honestly, Archer probably had could have ended back at the end of season five or six. I can't remember which one it was, but it didn't. And it went into depression where it, the next couple of seasons were really just lackluster and stuff. And they managed to bring it back. They managed to rebound it. Uh, I feel like 11 and 12 were really not really good, but they're almost as good as the original seasons. And I hope 13 is also. And then end it because you, like I said, you pulled it off. You you don't have to end the show in the lat in the downslide. You managed to rebound, so end it. End it while you're on the uptrend, so people will remember it favorably. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, I hope this is the last season. But yeah, I just I uh, I started watching Arch for season twelve this m- week because I'm getting ready for you know, a new season yep. and stuff. Um. But yeah, I think we uh we got some news and it's, it's I have it's, some news yeah, as well. I, I it's a news say, of a loser. It's weird because Robert Robert has news, folks. I think this has maybe happened one other time. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll start us. Yeah, I'll you start, start us. us off because I'm interested in this. Uh, this comes from Forbes. Okay. Uh, okay. the headline is interest in superhero movies drop poll finds mm. worrisome trend for Disney amid Marvel slump. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this is saying basically that so the poll finds that 36% of all respondents uh, enjoy he- superhero movies down from 41%. I'm like only 41% of the yeah. of the of the statistical world like superhero movies. I thought that was weird. And it's and it says that that even more worrisome self-identified Marvel fans the the enjoyment has dropped from 87% to 82%. I'm like, that's not really that yeah, big of a deal. No. And <clears throat> this one got me. They said that the latest Thor Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going to talk about this. Yeah. Huh? I, I got, can I ask yeah, you a yeah. quick thing? It is the third lowest ranking 
movie. Yep. Was 65. So, I'm like, yeah, I didn't think it was bad. Yeah. So I thought it was so great. Let me step into your news real quick because I had another. This isn't my main news, but I remember I had this and I was going to go through it real quickly. Is we have the uh, 10 worst rated uh, Marvel movies. Um, and I was just going to go through them real quick. No, because I wanted the surprise of Thor, Love, and Thunder, which already ruined it. Uh, to be <laughs> but uh, yeah, so number 10, which I feel this one should be lower rated, but number 10 was Iron Man 3, which is honestly in the bot near the bottom of that's the not year. number one like what what order is this this list is in? from least of the worst to worst of the worst okay so and the thor, number, thor, thor so, three or sorry uh iron man three is not like is, the number one worst i know mo- it's Marvel at 79 and i'm just like what is wrong with people and then some of the ones that are on here because like captain america the first avenger i'm not saying it was the best but i didn't think there was anything that was a fantastic yeah. movie and it actually like i said it made me like captain america like and yeah. enjoy his presence in the mcu so i'm very surprised but that's number nine um then starts one shows up that i'm not surprised thor the original thor i'm like yeah all right, i'll give you that uh is number eight um, yeah the original thor is very weak age of ultron which a lot of people had i just i mean even when it came out a lot of people had a gripe about age of ultron not surprised by that one either um but then we get which i know you went back and i came back and like definitely gave it a lower rating uh is dr strange and multiverse of madness yeah that's not good yeah yeah um Iron Man 2, though, at number five, I was very surprised Iron Man 2 by. was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. You got the introduction of War Machine. They're saying Iron Man 2 is worse than Iron Man 3? Yes. And I can't understand no. that in the no. slightest. Um, the number four, which this is one I just, I know I'm in the minority of this, and it, part of it might be because Who I've Who put this list been, together? This is based off of Rotten Treasures. Uh, Rotten uh, Treasures? All right. I always do it. They've <laughs> taken over my mind. I can't Be do sure it. to check out our latest episode of Talking It, where we had Kai from Rotten Treasures on the show. Yes, yes. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Sorry. Um, but yeah, so number four, and this is, I know I'm in the minority, and this could also be because I just, I like Edward Norton. By the way, but, for a minute there, I was like, oh, Rotten Treasures put this list together? Yeah. We about to have some words. <laughs> <laughs> Get them back on the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, so number four is The Incredible Hulk. Who? when are they going to do the Marvel movies? Mm. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Get us on a couple of those. But yeah, so yeah. number four is The Incredible Hulk, which uh, I, I like The Incredible Hulk. Um, but I haven't seen it. In I know. Forever. I don't I consider it part of the MCU, honestly. Yeah, I, I mean it is, but it took forever for it to get on Disney Plus. So there's that. I mean, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then as we come in is uh, yeah, Thor: Love and Thunder number three, and I'm just like, really, really. Uh, but then number two and number one are no surprise. Number two, you want to take a stab at number two? Number two, Thor two. Yes. Okay. Nail on the head. Which I like that one. Really? I don't I, I don't I don't hate the dark world. I think it's fun. I guess. Yeah. All right. I think I think it's very much a good transitional movie from Thor to to Ragnarok because okay. it has kind of that quirkiness to it that's that is really well developed. I felt like in... it took itself too seriously, honestly. Really? Yeah, I felt like they were going for a like a, you know, DC almost tone of thing with it. I felt I mean maybe. But, but it uh, still had. I mean, it's like. I mean, I mean, Kate Denning, and that was yeah, awesome. Yeah. Like she was joking the whole way through. Yeah. Anyway, number one. Number one. Can you guess what number one is? And it's not Iron Man three. It's not Iron Man. Oh, 3. it's gonna be Black Widow. Nope. Oh. I don't know. It's Eternals. Oh. And I'm like, yes, yeah. yes. And here's okay. the best part okay. about this. Is for I forgot about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so Thor: Dark Side of the World, which is the second worst MCU movie, right? According yeah. to Rotten uh, tr- uh, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 
66% approval rating. Yeah. Eternals is over, or is, well, 19%, but basically 20% less than that at 40. Like, it's that's how bad, like, even for a, ba- a bad MCU movie, Eternals is still 20% below that. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, you so know, I just you know, thought. Well, everybody's talking about superhero fatigue. Yeah. I don't think it's a fatigue. I think they're just bad. I, well, they're so just you, putting out a lot of content, but mm-hmm. most of it is bad. I'll, like the Eternals, like yeah. Ms. Marvel. And and I I'm just and there's no cohesiveness to get excited about. Because uh, yeah. because during the first, you know, original four phases, mm-hmm. we were just like, Oh, we want to see the next part of the story because yeah. we have an idea. We know where it's headed because mm-hmm. everybody saw Thanos and knew yeah. that the Infinity Gauntlet was going to be the thing, and they were introducing Infinity Stones here and there, and and he was kind of pulling the strings of a lot of events yep. and whatnot, it, well, and we just don't I, have that now. I mean, I so one is I do believe in the fatigue right after um, Endgame, like right after Endgame, I, I just feel like everybody's like, and we're done. Like it was just, just at that moment, even I felt like that was a great bunch of movies. Thing I could be done with heroes for a little bit right after Endgame, but I mean it was quite some time before it really got rolling. Exactly, again, but I do agree with you. But also, and I've said this a couple times, like I believe the reason why, like you said, why you can look at the first three phases, even though, like you said, they did have bad movies and stuff. But you look at the first three phases and you'd be like, yeah, we were just all psyched for. It. And like I said, I don't think it's fatigue. I don't think it, it, as I I do agree with you. It's that the movies are less and the cohesion is less. And I think it's literally because I really feel like. Uh, and this is what I've said about even like trilogies. Like if you're if you're making if you wake up and you say I want to make a trilogy of movies and you write three stories and you put them together time yeah. together and then you make them great. But if you wake up and you make a movie and you go eh, there's my movie and then it does really well and then you go let's make it a trilogy and you had no plan for yeah. it. It's so much harder to pull that off. And I feel like it's the same thing with MCU. Is they woke up and they said we have a story to tell about Thanos and we're going to tell you a bunch of movies and they put together a plan. Yep. They put together, they put someone in charge of it. They hired the directors and said, hey, you can make your own solo movie, but it has to adhere to these guidelines because this is the story we're telling. This is what we're doing. And that was phase one, two, and three and they knew what they're doing. And I really feel like this is, like I said, the other side of that coin of not having a plan is they saw how well phase one, two, and three did and said, why not phase four? And I'll tell you why not phase four. You didn't have a plan. Yeah. The reason why phase one, two, and three worked is you had a plan, you had a story to tell, and you did it. And, it's, and now phase four really feels, as we said, with the shows and the movies, There, so far there's been nothing that ties it all I think together. I think it was okay at first because you had really kind of prologue movies. Yeah, you know, like exactly. Spider Man was very much a prologue mm-hmm. movie. I, I Black Widow kind of fits in there, real slash, weird. Like, yeah, it was in between. You know, it, it, yeah, it's just even they, like the show, the original shows were prologue shows. Yeah. I mean, I I I, I I liked Wandavision. Oh yeah, I I think the problem is is where they introduced King. They did they introduced him way early mm-hmm. with Loki. Yeah. And then not a piece. exactly like nothing about any of that. Nothing about the TVA. Yeah, nothing exactly. like if we had seen. They just need to sprinkle, sprinkle some, stuff, some in. stuff in and tie it together. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I I do think it's that. I really I think it's that. It just seems to be like they're just kind of like, yeah, well, let's go and make a new phase. And I'm like, you should have. If you wanted to, if you were, because thing is also you, they had time to start figuring out phase four. Doing like halfway through phase two, yeah, you should have been working on phase four. If you're like, hey, this is really going somewhere. We're gonna want to keep this going. So then, I mean, but clearly they're operating with a plan. Yeah, they know where it's going. They know they're where just it's not going, telling the audience. But I just feel like it's 
uh, where I feel like, like, I guess this is the difference. Let's take it back to school days. Is You know, you, you, you get a group project. And there's two ways group projects go. Is either everyone, like, comes together and be like, hey, let's, th- let's storyboard it. You put it up on the wall and you're putting stuff together. And you're like, oh, that fits in here. And you're working together and you're putting stuff together. Or there's a group project where, like, hey, what's the goal? Well, let, we want to tell the story of Martin Luther King. Cool. Uh, well, everybody go do some research and come back together. Yeah. And that's where, where I feel like phase one, two, and three is, no, we're working together and we're storyboarding it out we're putting up stuff and i feel like phase two the four is we having a plan Ooh. we have an idea of where we want to go and then we're just kind of letting people do each their own part and we hopefully it will all come together dude sort of you know what i'd love to see mm. i would love to see like a 24 movie uh epic about the civil rights movement can you imagine that? Like, have mm-hmm. you have like you have like Hoover doing his thing? Yeah, you you yeah. got you got uh, Malcolm X. Yeah. You got you got the 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 Black Panthers and mm-hmm. you know the Black Messiah going on, and they mm-hmm. all kind of intertwine. Man. Oh yeah, no. Get some get some That's... Timothy Leary in there. Like, yeah. I mean, you could really just bring the whole like yeah the whole thing together yeah. and just like tell the story and like a whole bunch of movies that all intertwine that would be that would be Sounds awesome fantastic will never <laughs> happen yeah but you know, <laughs> you know what the big problem is is that we haven't gotten an avengers movie yeah it's been too long and we won't get one until that's another until for part like two or weird. three more years yeah. and yeah and that's another part that's weird is where you need like an avengers movie every two years well, and, and then you do that's set up what i was gonna that. say yeah. is like yeah we had the avengers we had the avengers age of ultron um was there three before? Or was no? I would, uh, I would, I would, and then say we had uh, Civil War. Civil War was kind is, of, a, it wasn't really an Avengers movie. It was a Captain America movie, but it totally was an Avengers movie. That's right. Know? Yeah, exactly. I count that as an Avengers movie. So we had those little plot points, and then we had the big event, which yeah. was a two it, things. And the problem with this phase is it, it's setting up to have, uh, I think it's. Uh, Kang Wars and then Secret. No, I can't remember what Kang's. The, it's something Kang, Kang Dynasty. Kang Dynasty, and it, they're setting that up to be the in or the in uh, game and. Um, I can't remember. I can't the name remember of what it. the other one is. But yeah, and so yeah, that's the thing is, they, they're it? basically putting that plot point there. Infinity, Infinity, Infinity Wars. Wars and yeah. Endgame. Yeah, they're putting that plot point there, but they like you like we said they haven't built up to it like they're we're going to have this the the first time yeah. we get to see the avengers is going to be the end of the and story. it's going to be a whole new lineup yeah. like we we know that sam is going to be when there. are they all like that thing is we need the but who else that thing is, it's going to be a whole new lineup and we're like when are they we need this is why they need to do a which i mean obviously we they're not listening i mean they're not listening to this podcast also they're not gonna, you don't know that Donna. they're they're not going to uproot their whole plan that they just laid out on a comic-con because yeah, of two yeah, guys yeah, yeah. sitting in your couch but they need like honestly uh, not that this would write the ship, but I think if they had at least one Avenger movie before we get to the King yeah. plot point. Be- we need an Avengers movie bring, this year. Just yeah. to bring to okay, who are Avengers? Is yeah. it gonna be yeah, another we have Hawkeye? No idea who they are. Is it gonna be Miss Marvel? Is it gonna be, you know, you know, where does these people where do they fall in line? Yeah. Is it gonna be more of a young Avengers where it's gonna be yeah. a young Is, is Ant Man gonna be there? And if not, why not? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean we're gonna get Quantumania, but that's yeah. still like late early next year. Early next year. They, early it was next year. they that's what they're happy about. You know what's going on with with Doctor Strange? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah, is it? Yeah, there's yeah. there's too many there's too many questions. Yeah, like you said, we don't know who our Avengers are going to be. Yeah, every time they brought when they brought when since, they brought in Black Widow, we were like, yeah, she's going to yeah. be an Avenger. You know, the we thing knew. is, Civil War 
they when they that movie came out, it basically was the dissolvement of the original Avenger team because they went to war with each other. Yeah, and then yes, they came together for Infinity Wars and Endgame, but it, it was but then very, like everybody was an Avenger, and, then, and it was also very disjointed. And then also, like I said, one is because key people in it, Iron Man and Captain America, both died. Captain America didn't die at the time, but he's dead now, and it was stupid. He's on the moon. But anyways, uh, because of that, um. You know, the Avengers were pretty much, yeah, they had dissolved before that, and it was like a reunion tour for Endgame. Of, hey, we came back together, but it wasn't like, hey, the Avengers are here again. And so ever since the end of Endgame, we haven't had a set, these are the Avengers, because it's it's been, they dissolved that team. So it's like, yeah, who's in? Is, is Spider-Man in? Is is, is Ant-Man? Where, where's Falcon? Is the new Captain America? Is he an Avenger? Like, yeah, it's just, where are we go? They... Like I said, not you don't show your whole hand. They didn't do that with the original uh, three phrases, but you got to give us some idea of what's going yeah. on. And I feel like they haven't given us any, and that's the problem. All right, well, now that we've talked about the MCU and all that's wrong with that, uh, let's take ourselves a, a a quick break, and then we can uh, get into this finale of the Orville. I is it a finale? Encore, encore, and. Well, it's going to be interesting, man. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, so this season very much felt like a rock concert kind of situation, mm-hmm. where it's like you're going to see a band you really like, yeah, and they they they're kind of like touring a new album, yeah, they're playing a bunch of songs that you're like kind of like, eh, I'm not really sure mm-hmm. about these. I don't really know them. You know, they play like a big, their big hit from the album at the end. Yeah. And then they walk off the stage. Yeah. And you're just kind of standing there being like, huh, that mm-hmm. was not super great. Yeah. But that song, that last song was a banger. Yeah. And then what's this? They're coming back on stage. Yeah. They're going to play all my hits. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're playing my favorite song. Well, let's talk about, because uh, I like your band analogy, because here's the other thing. Do you think this was their farewell tour is the question. Because there's a lot of debate about whether or not it, it hasn't. There's been no like stuff before I even said. There's been a lot of debate about whether or not this is the finale finale of the Orville. Oh, I don't see it, man. I need more. I could see. I, I could need do more. another season. I need more. I think there was definitely some faltering with this. season. There was some faltering and stuff. Um, but that doesn't mean that I hate the thing as a as a, no, as, a as a total but package. I just there's been a lot of because the contracts uh, have been up in the air, and then there's disputes about where is it going to be homed. If it does come back, because uh, what is it? It's now in two locations. It's on Hulu, and it just got onto Disney Plus. Mm. Um, and so that with it being added to Disney Plus, other people saying that does point to Disney wanting. Why does to keep nobody it want this? Why is it traveling uh, so much? Wanted, I wonder. Want, well, wanted to keep it around is the fact that it's on there because people see Disney Plus as its premiere. Yeah, compared to, so the fact that it's there, and so that's a good sign. Um, but yeah, just really, where does it fit, and how how does it continue going forward? Because another thing that they point out, and I agree with the sentiment a lot. Uh, like you said, that we did get our greatest hits episode at the end here. Um, but still, is that they were going for a lot more of a serious, not just serious, but like real sci-fi show. Yeah. With this season, and they're like, well, that you know, they were a parody of Star Trek, and now they're simply just Star Trek, except not. Yeah, uh, and I mean, so I where guess. does it fit? I mean, I and think it's its own thing. It is its own thing, and that's one thing actually that even this episode really showed that I liked. Um, it is its own thing, but um, I mean, they're certainly not out of story. No, I, they've I, got a whole story to tell now. Where like they're, what it they're sounds with the Kalons like, and the and yeah. the, the Krill and the Mocklins are doing mm-hmm. their thing. What it sounds like it's based upon is how well 
it does on the streaming services after after its seasons are done. This is basically what Seth MacFarlane was even saying is like, you know, if if they see a lot of tracks in a, on Disney Plus and they still see a lot of tracks on Hulu, you know, a lot a lot of people are rewatching like the first two seasons now that it's yeah. available to them if they didn't have Hulu before or whatever. Um, that yeah, that they, they think that it'll get it. And like I said, a lot of articles I was reading were very optimistic about it getting another season. But like I said, right now it seems to be a up in the air and it's dependent on how things fall out and like i said people are optimistic that it's going to fall out well but we just we don't have a for sure so yeah this, this could like you know i think there'll be another going, season going by your band analogy this could have been the farewell tour i i think there's gonna be another season i re- I, I really want to see a follow-up to that race they ran into that was like because they went to like krill space mm-hmm. and there was like that race like in that area yeah that, that yeah the krill wouldn't go where they like used you know other races as incubators mm-hmm. for their for their procreation yeah i almost forgot all about that but yeah that was one of the i'd I'm say like, they kind of just like well, went, that was, came one, of the, and, came that was and one of their new songs they were like that they i were did gonna, enjoy quite a bit yeah they were gonna be like their borg i would mm-hmm. think yeah you know i mean yeah. though the kalon are kind of like their borg already. yeah but the kalon are <laughs> i mean no i mean they're borg yes but yeah anyway let's 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 talk about this we got we got exactly what we wanted Isaac and the Doctor, all yep. episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> first, I just because I'm like I can't remember if this was throwback to something or not. Is there something up with Isaac giving the Doctor a banana, or is that just yeah, Isaac? Yeah, because weird? remember the first time. Try- so I thought that maybe this was like they're going to be start out as their anniversary or something. Uh, but don't you remember like when they first got together, he brought her a banana because he mm. was because she mentioned that she doesn't always have time to eat yeah while she's at work so she brought him a banana and that was kind of like okay yeah i knew it had to have some i was like i feel like this is a throwback that i'm just forgetting but yeah yeah okay yeah 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 so that's you gotta go back and rewatch those episodes Don i know they're good ones i know those are good songs yeah <laughs> yeah um but but do we know what isaac's real name is i should i should have looked His this up Kalon name yeah I, I mean, do they have individualized names? I can't remember. Well, there's primary, I guess. Well, yeah, there's the primary. Because, I mean, the only other one besides the primary is Timmons. Which has, I mean, this is jumping towards him. Yeah, but he's little, kind of a special case. I was a little surprised when Isaac was, you know, getting his best man. I was like, you're not going to go grab Timmons? I figure. I mean. <laughs> no, he's grabbing everyone. <laughs> yeah, like, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love that. That was the best one. <laughs> Oh, uh, we'll get there. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so but, but, but first we get kind of what plants the idea in his head is uh, there's the remarriage of mm-hmm. of, of Bordas and now I can't Clyden. remember Clyden, which I, I bet too soon. The whole the whole this whole story this was, whole was a little story rushed. was too soon. But I do I did enjoy this this uh, Mocklin mating ritual of just like full on like combat like i don't know if it's like a mating ritual but it's it's the marriage ritual yeah the marriage and i'm ritual. like this is sus why but like where did this develop oh yeah yeah like, this didn't just they didn't <laughs> oh, just yeah. come out no, with no, this no, on no, paper. No, no. no this was like there was some chasing going uh-huh. on there was some raping going on <laughs> back in the mocklin day i just love doing the chasing <laughs> when clyde comes out from behind the tree and freaking throws a bull <laughs> I don't like. I, no. I would like an episode. I would like a backstory episode of like how the Mocklins like got rid of all the women mm. and like how like how that whole ha- whole thing like yeah. progressed because I imagine they had to have women to begin with. Yeah. Or was had. it always males and then like women were like an anomaly or that anomaly popped up that at some point? Up, maybe. Like, yeah, there's a there's a I lot mean, of story if there. I, if we're going by what's more, not that either ways is acceptable, but I'd be more willing to understand the Mocklins if. They were always males, and all of a sudden, 
women popped up, I could understand why they see them as like something wrong. But if women existed from the beginning and then they decided we were wrong, then it's like the Mocklins are really fucked up. Like, <laughs> like, like I said, it, both scenarios are wrong. I'm just saying I get it a little bit more if you're like, well, for thousands of years, it's just been males and all of a sudden the women just start showing up. It's a oh, deformity you know what I want to see? Something, you know? I want to see some kind of like, because because we know that there's the 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 matriarchal planet, mm-hmm. right? I want to find out that maybe they enslaved the Mocklins at some point, mm. and they took all the women, mm. you know. So it's like they just developed a male centric society, yeah. And like if a woman was born, then they changed them to male so they wouldn't get taken away, like or you know, throw, do something like that. Invade, you know, rat them out to the matriarchal society, you know. But yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, I need follow up to that too, mm-hmm. because now they don't need them because they were kind of yeah. they kind of went to them out of desperation, yeah, because no, they no, needed no. more more people to fight the the Kalon. But now the Kalon are are in the in the mix, yeah, you know, and part of the union, sort of, kind of degree. It's like, well, what are we gonna, you know, why do yeah. we, why do we need this other group that we hate, mm-hmm. you know, kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, so, <laughs> I they they take the ship to this planet so they can get married. Yeah. Is this ship not got things to do? The whole ship got the whole this whole episode I was just like the whole ship got time for this. I Y'all mean, ain't got a mission. I mean, yes and no. This is a very expensive wedding. I but the other way I see that is like Bordas isn't an instant on the ship. He he's high command. So I could see I could see for a commanding officer, because I think he's third in command. I'm pretty sure it goes uh yeah. Captain Kelly and then Bordas. So yeah, he's third in command on the ship. I could see them taking the whole ship for a commanding officer's wedding. Now, if Bordas was just some scrub down in engineering, then yeah, I call shenanigans. <laughs> like, I'm like, no, you're not, t- you're not taking this. But yeah, I, I, he's a he's a high ranking no. commanding officer. I'll give him, I'll give him that, dude. Like, uh, Clyden, mm-hmm. he's strong, man. Yeah, he throws a boulder. Yeah, I didn't realize they were that strong. Well, I've always, I'm like, what's the what's the point of having the Solarin? On board, if the Mocklins can like well, throw it, boulders, they, but they've also made it very clear that Solarin are still stronger than Mocklins. Well, yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's it's the difference between like Klanon versus you know uh, mm-hmm. not Vulcan but uh, uh, Romulan. Romulan, yeah, yeah. The Vulcans are pretty strong too. Vulcans are pretty strong, but yeah, yeah no. Um, but yeah, no, I because I, I mean, yeah, they, they, it's uh, I I just I enjoyed the like. They're doing this ceremony. Also, like as soon as he, uh, the captain finishes speaking, just this intense music sort of like Clyde just takes off into the woods. Yeah, <laughs> just like, and then this was like, yeah, he said just attacking them, throwing a boulder. I'm like, yeah, this is this is no joke. Like I just like when they when uh, Kelly like asked before, like why wouldn't Clyde just let you catch him? I was like, oh, it's not considered. <laughs> like <laughs> things have been done, yeah. but they do not go well at all. <laughs> <laughs> and why is Clyde be the one being chased? Why not Bordas? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I, I figure they they take role. And then maybe, or maybe yeah. they, maybe you know, because this this was not it was more of a uh, re retaking of vows. Yeah, and so maybe maybe in another ten years when they retake their vows, Clyden will do the chasing. Who knows? Maybe it's because Clyden's the one who left, mm, kind of yeah, thing. You yeah, know, yeah. I, I felt they could have done a little better with this chase scene. Mm-hmm. It seemed a little too quick and throw. Yeah. But you know, I mean, it's they just, didn't want it to. Be it was a means. Of episode. Yeah. yeah, it was a means to an end of the episode, and we yep. spent a lot of time on the Mocklins. We did. This we spent season. a lot of time on the Mocklins <laughs> this season, so we can we can we can cut the chasing yep. down a little bit. Um, I didn't really completely understand why they were going back to Sargus for something about they had to deliver supplies to. It, it sounds like they have a like reconnaissance team on Sargus yeah. for just to keep eyes on them. So it sounds like they were just supposed to you know go. Drop yeah. off some supplies, 
and uh, you know, call it a day. So I mean, yeah. that, that makes sense. This was kind of an interesting, like, throwaway story. That was almost what the whole episode. I mean, the whole episode was about two things: mm-hmm. the you know, the mar- Isaac, you know, trying to get married, yeah, and and, then, and them going to Sargus Four, and mm-hmm. the per- and the person who helped them before that was aware of their existence, wanting wanting to get off the planet. Yeah, um, I really wish we could have spent some time on the planet. Mm-hmm. and seeing how things were if they sounds you know like it sounded like things were getting worse, worse and i'm like yeah. well we kind of needed to see it yeah a little bit um i liked this like you said it's little it's the b story and it's kind of the throwaway story but i liked a lot of things that this b story did um with bringing uh crap now i can't remember her name um but bringing the the girl from sagas 4 on the ship because it, it pointed out a lot of things that us as watchers have always talked about Star Trek and this sort of stuff. Oh, this was very much is, a prime directive conversation. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, just when they're one is just talking about, like, why does anybody work? You know, you're in this society where you have everything. Why does anybody work? You know, and uh, also, why aren't they? Like you said, you, you could, you have, when she, I really think when she realized with the matter replicator, yeah. Like how she could easily just there's like she said there's people starving to death or dying of thirst on her planet one matter replicator and it's just problem solved and so it's like the 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 whole thing of like you look at the utopian society and then you see all these other societies out there that are are yeah. aren't there and you're like why aren't they helping them and it's it, it's one of the, I mean it's one of the things this whole season has done at least in my opinion is they focused a lot on the gray of the world. In the sense of like, you know, everything's not black and white. You yeah. Live, live great. Of where it's like, yeah, you, you're, are you really a utopian society if you aren't out there fixing what's wrong? But on the other side of that coin, the other thing is, yeah, but then doesn't that just make you a tyrannical society if you're forcing people into your ways? I, I want to. And it's I like wanna... this double, it's this paradox of being, you know, utopian or perfect in a sense. Not that they're saying they're perfect, but, you know, being a society that's perfect. And then looking at other societies and just be like, well, that's not our concern. It's kind of fucked up. But if the only way to fix them is to basically take over them, that's also kind of fucked up. So yeah. where do you go? Like it's just like I said, it's the gray of how you got to live in this weird world of like you can't help them, but you can't not help them. Sort of. Yeah. So let's let's talk out this storyline, and okay. then, we'll, then we'll go back to Isaac. Exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. Immediately, I'm like, this girl's spying, mm. and and mm. I'm just sitting here going like, because first of all, the commander does not have time. Yeah, to sh- just, chaperone uh, uh, this girl around the ship and, and, and guide her under the wing. Apparently, she does. She needs. There needs to be a ship's counselor, mm-hmm. which we've never met a ship's counselor. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the doctor's got dual roles. Yeah, I'm so like, which we've talked about before. She yeah. doesn't have time for that either. No, no. There needs to be a ship's counselor that she is shepherding and spending a mm-hmm. lot of time with and talking it through. You don't I mean, just like day all, one be like, look at our work for in our holiday. In all honesty, I mean, no offense to the ship, but in all honesty, see, she shouldn't be on the ship. You like, she should be off, like, you know, especially, I mean, they're not exactly at a wartime out of the Kalen, but you don't know the Mocklins are stirring up with the uh, Krill and stuff. The, at any moment, that ship could be under attack. They're like, no, you need to take her back to like the main hub where she can like get like I said, have a counselor and kind of have a support team and kind of get used to the world. He doesn't need to be on a freaking discovery ship that could end up going in a black hole at any moment or under attack at any moment. Like, yeah, what's he still on the ship for? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I mean, so let's talk about this holodeck. I'm like, okay, you're going to show her the holodeck. Mm-hmm. 
show her like she can replicate her home planet. You don't yeah. jump straight you to the crazy, yeah. hollowed out <laughs> asteroid, asteroid with the artificial with nuclear sun, sun in the middle of and it. the people who talk through sound vibration. I guess yeah. everybody talks through sound vibration, but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. Like they, I was like, you need to you need to ease people into this. You just don't kick them off <laughs> deep into the pool. <laughs> um, but maybe that's what they're showing is that Kelly isn't you know is not up to this or she doesn't know what she's doing because yeah, yeah, just. Well, I don't think that they should have taken her off the planet. Yeah. Because she's the kind of person that would have tried to change things. Mm -hmm. That's basically like, I mean, she's she's the revolution starter. Yeah. If she if she just gets up and does it. Yeah. Or she has a child and and teaches them different ways. Like that's that's just like if you're going full prime directive, like that was a that was a mistake. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, well, I also really like or uh, the thing that I think is interesting is the they 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 play i mean even though it's not exactly but basically they play on her survival's guilt survivor's guilt yeah of being like she's free now but she knows that everybody else back at her home is dealing with a tyrannical system of upvotes and downvotes and basically you know you could just be erased because you you did something messed up um and so like yeah it, it really plays on that uh yeah just survivor's guilt and i think it's one thing that was messed up. another part where kelly falls short is literally the girl's like yeah just you know she's seen all this stuff and all this technology yeah. and how she got out and she's free and then kelly's like hey why don't you come and help us plan a party for our friend and like she's already struggling with the whole fact yeah and she's out here it's not best to be like hey let's let's have a party like that's not gonna help her at all like and that, and yeah. that scene where they're planning the party she very much is just like yeah i can't do this like i can't be like yes let's plan a party for your friend who's getting married while well, i'm like my friends are probably back at home being murdered yeah, yeah. <laughs> and have been murdered yeah have been murdered. i'm just like come you on know, i i mean so she she eventually decides that she wants to go back mm -hmm. and there's a small debate of like well first of all like the captain's like we're not a taxi service like yeah. this is you know kind of stuff uh but they're like, okay, well, she's just seen stuff, and no mm -hmm. one's gonna believe her. I'm like, yeah, yeah. But there's a there's a difference there, you know. There, uh, the DC shows, uh, Mar, uh, the the shit. What was it? Uh, what's the bad network that did CW? Yes, the CW, CW DC shows. Mm -hmm. Uh, they they have uh, Vandal Savage in there. Yeah. Um, and and, and in Legends of Tomorrow. Yep. And he has a great line because they go back in time and they see him and then they see him later, like several thousand years later. Mm -hmm. And he's got time travel. Yep. And he's like, you yeah. showed a caveman fire. Yep. And I had forever to figure it yep. out. I love that. I'm like, it, like right now, the human race. No, does not believe that faster than light travel is possible. Mm -hmm. If an alien came tomorrow and showed us that faster than light travel is possible, oh, but didn't explain it in any way. Maybe on. they show it if they even let us look at their engine. Yeah. Especially someone young like mm -hmm. her. She's got however long their lifespans are. They know that it's possible. They just got to figure it out. Yep. You know, yep. kind of the deterrence to like faster than light travel research right now is like we we don't know that it is possible. Mm -hmm. If we knew it was possible, so, then we're, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're going to put a lot of money lot, into that. Like, right. That thing is like, it's like, yeah, like right now we're, if if we're even working at all, it's like, that's a minor point of, Hey, there's a couple scientists thinking about it. But if suddenly someone shows us yeah. that it's capable, we might just devote the whole military fund 
to okay, let's figure this out, sort of yeah. thing. Um, but but she tries she tries well, to before real quick. One of the things they said, and there's how quickly they go back on it, is when say they first pick her up. It's like she needs to understand this is there's no going back. Yeah. And then as soon as she's like, I want to go back. They're like, huh? Can we take her back? I'm like, why is this a debate? You said there's no going yeah. back. Stick yeah. to your guns. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, also the ship should have other stuff they need to be doing. Yep. Yep. Again, what is this ship just wandering around out there? Just around having a good time. I mean, it's not free. Yeah. It's a lot of work and it's dangerous. <laughs> it's like you need a mission to go somewhere. Otherwise, get some shore leave or something. Mm-hmm. You know, you just want a war. <laughs> uh, but but she does. You know, she decides that she's going to leave and she tries to steal a bunch of tech. First of all, why wouldn't they search her bag before they let her on the ship? Well, they got you know for that. Yeah, true. <laughs> and and then they take her to this holodeck and have this whole conversation about like this is we tried to help this race. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a day one conversation. Mm-hmm. This is why we can't give the like as soon as she says the, why can't yeah, we exactly. get the tech. As soon as she starts asking the question, maybe not day one, but as soon as she realizes, hey, why aren't we doing this? Yeah. Holodeck, sit down. This is why. Yeah. Is there no <laughs> protocol for this? Like this is not the first time that someone has been has seen them yeah. and decided to take them off planet you know and like they yeah they would have like a whole holodeck experience Mm -hmm. that was like hey so you've been taken from a a pre-warp planet (laughs) you've been taken from a pre-warp planet (laughs) here's your new life in the galaxy (laughs) yeah and you ease them in and you explain to them why you may at some point you may you get miss minutes in there exactly being like at some point you might think about stealing technology to take back to your planet here's some reasons why Why you don't do do this look at these barren wastelands Um, anyway, um, she decides to stay on the ship. What's and, my thing odd. is the fact that they still, after, like like I said, when they first brought it up, they said, hey, there's no going back. And I stick with that theory of, yeah, there's no going back. The fact that they decided to let her go back, I already think it's wrong. But the fact that after she stole technology, they still proposed to her, like, well, you can either, you can go back or you can't. I'm like, no, 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 no. So not have let her go back at all. But if you did let her go back, once she steals technology, done. There yeah. is no more option yeah. to go. You just cross the line. Like yeah. I just I think they still you yeah. got a mind wiper or something, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not not good. But not yeah, good. <laughs> it, I liked her story just because, like I said, it did also hit on a lot of things that you, we think about as the viewer, which I thought was nice. Um, but let's let's talk about the main event. Let's yes, talk about this Isaac yes, yes, yes. Isaac uh, Claire the. Yeah, Merit. so at no point early on has she not been like, okay, Isaac, whenever you have like important things for our relationship mm-hmm. developments, let's do those in let's, private. Let's, let's pass not that out. Those. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just in general, for people out there, um, out there, if you're, you're going to propose, yeah. like, don't make it a bit, because part of that can lead to like, I mean, this is, I don't know why I'm going to this PSA, but can easily lead to that person feeling pressured to say yes, because everybody's watching no, them. You know, I read a and really good Reddit post that was, that put it very simply, you should both know that you're going to get married mm-hmm. before you ask someone to marry you. Yep. Like, like that, those, that conversation I was like, discussing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, do you want to ever get married, have kids, how, you know, do a life together? Talk or about how, where you think the relationship is going. Where, yeah. how the talk. You can talk about these things beforehand. So then when you are get proposing, it's not that the surprise is, oh, he's, you know, he's doing it now. Not, oh, my gosh, I can't believe he's doing this. That's yeah. the surprise. Is he should not be surprised that you're proposing. She should be surprised, or he, sorry, sorry. By the way you do it, yeah. He, see, they, whatever we're going with these days, the person should be surprised 
that it's happening now, not that it's happening at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so so Lamar gives him some advice. Oh fuck Lamar. Yeah, well, I, she, he he gets he gets a talking to. I know. I'm like Claire, don't <laughs> give no fucks in this yeah. one. <laughs> uh, but no, I, my thing was this because I could see. I understand to some degree where Lamar is coming from. Yeah. But one is... You do this he, before you pr- exactly. propose. Exactly. Yeah. And also, he's a K-Line. like, he's not going to have remorse because he can't feel things. So he's fine is one thing. So planting it was just dumb. But also, like I said, is like, if you're a good friend, even if you think this, like, man, he might be doing it. It's like, you don't do it after... It, once the cat's out of the bag, you can't put it back in the bag. So I'm just like, Lamar, shut the fuck up. Uh, so Okay, so the question is, would the security officer have gone for it? Because she's like, I don't know if I can break that one. Mm. It's been a while. Mm. <laughs> Things didn't work out with Lamar too well. But, you know, I think I think, I think think the k I mean, can take it. Yeah. I mean, I think that might be the one relationship where she'd be fine. You know, I don't have to worry about anybody. I mean, who knows? She might even be the one in danger. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know where the power scale goes for k <laughs> But, yeah, I just love how he just walks into Kelly's office and is like, I would like to have sex with you and then when she's like uh no he's like cool hey let's go look. <laughs> i mean but so i I, be- isaac- I believe that's that's called uh carpet bombing yeah so isaac <laughs> proposes and then this is where you see like i said i so i called claire a hypocrite at the beginning of this episode and this is where her, her proxy comes in is one is we all remember the episode earlier this season where claire won it uh, wanted Isaac to change who he was yeah. to be with her. And you could say maybe at the end of that episode, she saw the flaw, but we never got confirmation. Like, she never was like, oh, she just she just realized she didn't want to, if it was going to, like, when it was, it won't change who Isaac is, or won't change as she saw who Isaac is, but it will give him emotions, which is changing who Isaac is. But um, she was okay with it. But when they were like, we'll have to wipe Isaac completely, that's the only... So part of me is like, maybe the only reason she said no is like, well, I don't want to lose who he is in yeah. my mind. Um, So that's the thing is, we never got confirmation that Claire saw you're asking him to change who he is for you, yeah. which is fucked up. Um, But again, yeah. goes to his own wedding in a human costume. That's what I was going to point out. It's like, why? I was so disappointed. I'll be 100% honest. I was so, or no more jumping in, but I was so disappointed in the wedding. When he showed up in, in human form, I was like, Claire, didn't you just have this whole thing while you're talking it over with the girls about, you know, I realize you just got to accept people for who they are and stuff. And then at your wedding, you're making, I'm not sure if she's making them or not, but either way, I'm just like, no, you're marrying Isaac the robot. Isaac the Clay, uh, Clay, yeah, Kalon, Kalon, sorry, uh, Kalon, not this human suit. And then yeah. I was, I was like, it sounds weird, but like, I was very upset by that. I was like, what yeah. the fuck is going on? Why is he in human form? It, you got all the Kalon there watching, and yeah. then you're like, the Kalon would be super sus about it. Yeah. They'd be like, why can't he be in why his normal can't he form? be who he is? <laughs> like, yeah. So I just, I just was like, nah. Yeah. But, anyways, by, um, the, by the way, about this point, we get the 40 minute in update on the forward array. Mm-hmm. That they started at the beginning of the movie. It was oh like, yeah, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Twenty eight hours to upgrade the forward array, <laughs> and it seems very important. And I was like, "This is going to be a major plot point." Yeah. And then, the, like, about halfway through the episode, I was just like, "What's going on with the forward?" <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then Lamar's just like, "Hey, we've been distracted." <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but so uh, Claire has her little powwow with the girls. And I, I also thought it was weird that uh, she needed Ed to remind her that maybe she should talk to her kids about this. Yeah. <laughs> like one of your sons, which I'm not, he has worked past it. But still, yeah. one of your sons wanted Isaac dead. <laughs> and now you're like, I'm going to marry him. And it takes your cat to be like, hey, talk to your kids about this yet. <laughs> like, I just, like I, that's one thing I think is interesting. Is and I think I've noted down this actually is like Claire is probably one of my favorite characters in this show. Yeah. But I also have so much like yeah. negative to talk about. Agreed. Her. But Agreed. I think the reason that might be part of the reason why she's one of my favorite characters is she's so flawed, but still works so well in this in in this show. And like it just shows like, oh, she's like I mean, I guess it's one of the things like it, you, it, so, you know, not to compare to Star Trek and stuff, but like, and not that everybody seemed perfect in Star Trek. They obviously had issues, but like Claire is so flawed, but she's living in this u utopian society. And I'm just like, hey, if she can do it, maybe I can do it. <laughs> I think that might, like, I truly think, uh, not that it truly, but I think subconsciously, that's why I like her so much. Like, oh, she's so fucked up. But I was like, but she's doing it. <laughs> and I'm like, maybe there's a chance for me too. <laughs> uh, I thought we were going to get a little bit more out of this kind of, I thought we were going to get a little bit more best man side story battle, mm -hmm. you know, between, between I found Mortis a, and, and yeah. uh, Malar. Uh, Malar. No, uh, Lamar. Not Lamar. I'm mixing names. Uh, Gordon. Gordon, yeah. Yeah. But we, um, we didn't really get, I mean, it did end up going somewhere towards the end, but I thought it was going to be a little bit more I thought it was weird. Like, there's, this season had so many things that they, like, put in place and then didn't go anywhere. Because I thought it was weird that Gordon wanted to be the best man. Because earlier this season, and I think as most recent as last season, because I'm pretty sure he had a part with um what's your face before she died where he still kind of affirmed like yeah i'm not too sure about the kalon and isaac yeah um is like he was very much in camp fuck the kalon and fuck yeah. isaac and suddenly he's like i want to be uh i want to be the best man and i did like the scene where uh Ed well Rick he hated the kalon he didn't hate isaac though. yeah he did did he yeah he even says he's like i uh because what's your face says to him, something about, uh, I just don't think Isaac should be on the ship. And he's like, hey, you're not the only one. Gordon was just trying to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> but still, uh, but no, I did. I liked the part with um, with Ed when he talks to I mean, it, it was making light of this, but it kind of was pointing out that fact. He's like, are you more upset about not being the best man or about the Kalon invasion? Like, oh, I'm more upset about not being the best man. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's pointing out the, the weirdness of the circumstance because it's like, yeah. it is kind of weird. Um, Speaking of weirdness and circumstances, yes. let's talk about the sandwich. Let's talk about the sandwich. I, it was uh, okay. It was okay. It was okay. But I, I'm like, everyone on the ship would have been there. Yeah. Waiting and, for that sandwich and, to Well, here's in. the other thing also is like, I, I was going to, if they didn't, I will, it was okay. It wasn't as good as it could have been. I think it would have been funny if it would have showed up during the wedding randomly yeah. or something. Or just like I said, one of my favorite would have been this, uh, a blinking you miss it gag because those there's so so much more and if it would have showed up in the background with no one re referencing it like just m while while the you know they're while like while the while uh what's your while um claire something like while claire's yelling at gordon if the sandwich would have just appeared in the background yeah but no one references and just because that's then you know that's just there for us the audience you know yeah sort of thing so no, like or, or they, it, it just done... didn't get mentioned like if the sandwich had just shown up and then yeah. he had just started eating it and just no one said yeah. anything. or yeah or that would have been a great joke too is if during that argument they cut to the captain saying something and when they cut back gordon's eating the sandwich yeah. but anyways still so there's plenty of ways they could have done it better but i will say this if they wouldn't have done the sandwich at all 
I I would have had a I, that was my whole thing. I was gonna actually come into this episode with. If they wouldn't have a, a, a sandwich at all in this season. I mean, like season was a complete failure. I think they ruined everything. I think if they had sent the sandwich further, like two years yeah. into the future, I would, and oh, then had it show up in a season or two, that I would been love good. for the sandwich to show up in a season two or like the season or the series finale. Like just yeah, just because that's a great throwback gag. But because they said three months, there's they, they had to be this season. Yeah. Or and stuff, maybe the beginning of next season, if there is a next season. Uh, but, so, um, so we get a, a couple of uh, brief scenes, which I don't want to go into too much detail for time, uh, yeah. of the, the Bachelor and Bachelorette party. Yeah, there And clearly, the, clearly only, the Bachelor party is not yeah. as hyped. The as, only thing about the Bachelorette the party Bachelor I have question about is, are all the, besides Claire, um, the captain of the security, or the commander of the security officer, are all the rest of those women holograms? Because they oh, yeah, were definitely. going, I hope so, because they were going crazy for a K-Lot. I'm just like, I don't know what, yeah. like, we know Claire has a thing for Isaac, and the captain, or the commander, and the and uh, and uh, the security officer are both there, you know, supporting yeah. her. But I'm like, they were going crazy for that K-Lot. I'm just like, what, what why? Yeah. I'm like, they better be holograms. I, I would have liked it better if Bordis was actually really good at being Elvis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and, and that, that would have been funny. Uh, and I did think that the, the whole having Isaac hologram, you know, doing the sexy yeah. dance was kind of funny, too. Um, jump back, actually, before that, because uh, we or, talked about Claire uh, find, uh, uh, going off on the Mar. We didn't hit that scene. But when she finds out about it from Kelly, I once again, we've talked about Claire's not the greatest doctor. She, she's literally in the middle of a patient exam. Yeah, literally, like literally trying to figure out what's wrong with her. And Kelly comes like, "Can I talk to you?" And she's like, "Yeah, sure. Hang on a second. I'm like, "What doctor? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what doctor?" Just like, "Hold up, I'm gonna go have a private conversation yeah. over here." Well, uh, I mean, that was like with Lamar in a previous episode where he was getting beat yeah. up all the time during during sex. And, yeah, and she was like, "We're not done talking about this." Totally done talking. About <laughs> <laughs> just, just walking out to deal with her own stuff. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So. So as. I, did we did we mention that basically they're inviting people to the wedding? Yeah, and of course, uh, <laughs> Isaac I calls, so calls primary calls that. the K-Log. and I just thought the primary is like we'll leave a small detachment to protect <laughs> <laughs> the planet. And yeah. then I just love when they show up because literally it's like every dude that warp in was awesome. Oh, it was awesome. Every ship they have just warps. <laughs> yeah, I like what he did. he just like uh, how many ships? Four thousand. And I was like, he's like. And when I, they're like, uh, and it was nothing going to Gordon, not trusting the Kayla. I mean, it's not a big thing. He's like, it's an invasion. He's like, but then when I was like, us. they're my guests. And then I just love, and it's like, uh, radio, radio to the planet. Just let them know in case anybody yeah, looks like up. Union Central. <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody freaks out. People would have already been freaking out, Oh, man. yeah. You, are oh, you yeah. telling me that there's not sensor posts all around the planet? Mm-hmm. And like... <laughs> just to see, you know, keep an eye on the Kalon, uh, and that they wouldn't have immediately seen their whole. So, like the, their whole planet, the whole race fits in four thousand of those ships. That seems a little few. I mean, you know, think about it. There, uh, we don't know how many they've been building, and we know Isaac has a new unit. But I mean, they wore a luxury item in a sense, you know, before uh, before they revolt it. You know, they were. I guess you can really pack in some Kalon. I guess yeah, they don't need also, a whole lot of yeah, space. Yeah, that's what they talked about, like, with <laughs> robot ships and stuff. And I can't remember what sci-fi it is, but where, like, yeah, when you're on a, like, the ship was, like, for... Oh, no, it's a, it's a game, actually, um, that I play a lot. Mass Effect. And they, mm-hmm. they have the... Um, I can't remember what they're called, suddenly. But they have the robot race in there, and their ships are, like, when you're cr- cr- uh, going through, I'm like, it's all compact and narrow. And they're like, well, yeah, they just, like, they don't walk around their ships 
they don't need to. They're just all packed into little pods and stuff. So yeah, it's like the Kalons don't aren't worried about personal space. It's just like sh- stack them in there, stack them in there. They're probably just all standing in down in a you know a shuttle bay back to or front to back in a line, and you just stack them all in there. You can put them on top of each yeah. other. You know, I'm just saying you can cram a lot. It's the the thing that takes up space is the fact that we don't want to be sitting on each other yeah, on the airplane. Yeah, because so, there's something like you could fit the entire human race in like the the Manhattan Island or something like that if you just put them all so, shoulder to shoulder. Stacked uh, on top of I them. love the Kalon at the wedding mm-hmm. where they're just all on one side and moving yeah. in unison. But I also got to say, uh, this, I mean, I guess maybe that's what happened when you have utopian societies is you forgive and forget a lot quicker because everybody just chill about the Kalon. Like they saw, they showed everybody just like, Hang after at the at the reception, everybody's just hanging out. They're just chatting with the Kalon. I'm like, you just got out of a genocidal yeah, war where yeah. they were about to exterminate you, and then the only reason why you got them to stop from exterminating you the first time is you threatened to exterminate them. And then sure you came together after that. But I'm like, you literally just got out of a genocidal war with these people. And now you're like, hey, how's it going? What what you guys up to this week? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm just like, well, I mean, I guess in a utopian society, you forgive and forget way easier i i think today's day and age. i think that's a good point that I, I i think they i wish they had touched on that this is an historic moment yeah a union citizen I, yeah, human actually, that's some, marrying yeah. a kalon just after the war yeah like that's huge that is that's you know you, now that you say that that is a, like yeah this would be like this is gonna be in the smithsonian this would be one of the biggest events of that time period yeah. like yeah no you're not no joke yeah this isn't a, like this wedding is not this small private not that it was a small private but this would be televised everywhere yeah. this would be the the story on every newspaper for weeks they would have been interviewing freaking claire and isaac all over the place before and after this thing they had no privacy their honeymoon is going to be them doing a press circuit there's no like yeah this is yeah this is huge i didn't even think about that um loved the isaac vows yeah absolutely perfect one thing claire said and i'm like not i not saying that they can't be in union not saying that isaac is will not be dedicated to her because he will and all this stuff but one thing that claire said this is like i know isaac loves me and i'm like he's made it very adamantly clear he does not like like yeah. i i'm not trying to be mean claire you see him as loving you he does not well i mean I, I mean she mentions that it's there's also like when when he got emotions for a brief time yeah and then he was able to express you know what was going on inside him yeah, but that was what was going on inside of him because he had the emotions. But yeah. when you take those away, he goes back to normal Isaac. And yeah. it's all like even in the fact that because like I said, well, I mean, I think mind, he still has that. Everything in his mind is a I don't think that the, those those were mu- mutually exclusive. I kind of see it as, though, because this is the reason why is everything. They've made it very clear that everything that in Isaac's mind is either is either formulatic where it's like, you know, one plus one equals two to get that outcome. Or, and even his vows show this, but, or, it's an experiment. And so, like, the no, fact no, that no. when... No, 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 you gotta go back and rewatch Lamar, the episodes. The fact that when Lamar says, because he, like I said, it's formula- formulatic, is with the fact that when Lamar says, um, hey, you, you know, you're being with the first woman, I've met people that their whole relationship falls apart because of that. He doesn't go out to be with other women because he thinks, oh, I need to experiment more, because he doesn't, he's not worried about that. He goes out to be the other woman. His is the formula is successful relationship needs to have variance in order for it to be like he even says to Claire the reason why or not to Claire to Kelly the reason why I'm here to to do this is to make sure that my relationship is successful with 
Claire. Yeah. In a sense. So it's well, all that's formulaic. just a cultural misunderstanding. Um, I, it, you need to go back and rewatch like the first episode when they got together because he talks about how the subroutines within his brain are are patterned around Claire. Yeah. In certain ways. And he can't even remove them. So like he has like intrinsic circuitry that 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 connects him to Claire. It's not it's not all just like blind mechanics. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, that's 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 what the discussion is. That's why mm-hmm. it's good sci fi is because it makes us talk and argue about it, which is awesome. But yeah, just just the fact that like I mean, you know, basically going with your thing is like, hey, he was he made a mistake because she wasn't around and this whole marriage is going to make him be more efficient, which yeah. is the robot version of love, I guess. Which is, which <laughs> I know. It was just great. It was well written. No, it was. Uh, I really thought that Gordon's um, speech was mm-hmm. very well written as yeah, well. Yeah. I thought that was that was and very good. as they made clear this whole season, uh, the actor who plays Gordon can sing. <laughs> uh, we could have done without that. Oh, no. I'm not saying that either. I, I well, So it's funny. I saw this meme, and I was like, I 100% agree with this. Is uh, this meme was uh, every time uh, I can't remember what basically is this talking about like every time a singing episode comes like and I think it was just like a picture of someone just like looking completely distressed because like every time a singing episode comes up and you're non singing so and I'm just like yeah why do they keep doing that where they'll be like hey we made a show I'm like let's do a singing episode I'm like why don't we not like if it's based around singing that's fine but if my show is not about singing. Why don't we not? Yeah, and they did it. They did it way too much this entire season. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely worth. Uh, I didn't really care about the the original security officer coming to visit. Yeah, I think that was just. And but and that also a little bit uh, leans into the possibility of this being the end of the series. Is bring them back. Yeah, bring them back for that. Like I, I, I wasn't like it wasn't a big deal, but I also was like I, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's fine. It was, was fine. fine. Yeah. But we ended this with a little hint mm-hmm. because the captain and the commander are holding hands, yep. and I was like, eh, I don't know yep. about that. I don't like that. But what I really would have liked is uh, one. A little bit of will they, won't they, or maybe some affair stuff between the commander and Bordis. Oh, no. I was wondering, I was very glad, like, even though it was very quick that they got back together, I was very glad that this episode just submitted that Clyden and Bordis were together, Mm. because I did not want to go down the trail of Bordis and Kelly. I think they could have had some fun with it. I I mean, I didn't, I was turned off by it initially when they were, like, kind of dancing around that in the previous episode, Mm -hmm. but... I, I don't know. I was kind of like, okay, maybe this is going to be, could be they, interesting. Because they actually, can... when Borders and Clyden are like getting ready to do their vows, Kelly like gives this weird look to Ed that I thought was kind of like her hinting like, I still have feelings for Borders, but didn't seem that way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, no, no. I, I am in the opposite camp. I was glad. I, I And I hope that storyline is dead and in the water. Like, yeah. Let's as, not as, mess with that at all. As long as this episode <laughs> was, and it and as awesome as it was, I really kind of would have would have liked a prologue. What do you mean? You know, just like, just kind of like three months later or something, oh, you know, maybe you mean, tee you up what the next epilogue, epilogue. Sorry. Yeah. Because I was like, what? You want them to. What? I get them confused. Yeah, I, I get them confused. I got you. No, no. no. Uh, yeah, we, yeah. You know, kind of telling us like. I think. What, the, we're teeing up the next season. But I and think showing that's us the thing is. I think up, why. You know? I could see an epilogue showing us where everything ended up. But I don't think they can tee up the next season because, as I said at the beginning of this, I don't think they know if there is a next yeah. season. So there's it's kinda, so many stories. It's kind of it's, it's one of those things playing it safe because that thing is I would have hated actually if they teed up the next season and then they never got a new season. 
because then you're just like, ooh, I can't wait for that. Yeah, to play there's out. just so many things. Like if they would, there's that, there's that weird race. There's his, there's the captain's daughter that's on Krill. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there's the Kalon joining the Union, and yeah, and yeah, just so much. Yeah, there's definitely a lot there, and I hope it gets another season. Um, but yeah, well, I guess we'll, we'll we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Altogether, this season as a whole wasn't my favorite no. but it wasn't it last wasn't, two episodes though it wasn't bad good. and yeah it had its ups and downs it had its enjoyable parts because i also i mean the last two episodes i also liked the episode with where they went even though they i don't know why you go there, but you said that with where they discovered that new race in kalon yep. space like that was a good episode um and stuff but yeah so yeah it'll, it'll well, be, we kind of did our season recap last go listen to our previous episode yeah. we kind of recapped it, it'll be there. interesting to see if we get another season yeah we'll see uh so we won't have an episode next week yes, we uh, well we will have an yeah. episode but we're not covering any regular shows we're going to be doing uh if looks could kill with zoe yeah. from the back look cinema so keep keep an eye out for that next week and then when we come back we'll be talking about uh blah 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 she hulk she hulk yeah <laughs> um i'm re- still really interested to see how they deal with that fourth wall stuff mm-hmm. and see because mm-hmm. apparently that's a big deal in the comics but anyway, as always, you can find us on our website, watchingitpod.com. There you can find links to our Twitter, to our Instagram, and to email us. Donnell, what else should they do? Well, if you haven't already, we released this weekend a double oh, yes, yes. of talking it. Um, Thick water and getting real with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, getting real right. with it. Um, Episode 18 of talking it has some serious <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, yeah, so please go back and check out those now that we, we released two because we needed to get back, back in sync with everything. So we'll be back to a monthly episode coming out. Um, and that. Oh, and the next one's gonna have my brother. Oh, it. it's a plan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're gonna have another guest on for that one. Um, so yeah, just be uh, go back and listen to those. Be on the lookout for the next one. Um, and thank you so much for listening. Bye.